0: Sometimes having a conversation with you is like running a hurdle race. (laughs) Where it's like it's it's a lot of work. It's good. It's not easy. Like I'll just say something and you go, yeah, but what about this? And I'm like, what the fuck's that gotta do with it? You go, yeah, but just think about it. And I'm like, that's nothing to do with anything. You're like, yeah, but it could do. And I'm like, go away, (laughs) shut up.
1: Are we even recording? It's me at the Rick movie. It's Meandering Movies, it's Meandering
0: Movies, so won't you lend an ear? <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone, welcome to the Meandering Movie podcast, where my giggling nonsense host, compatriot, <laughs> compatriote, uh, uh, say so your
1: name. Hi, I'm Gary. Thank you. And I'm uh, thinking about, the, sorry, the reason I'm laughing so much is because I was just about to say, wouldn't it be funny to be a Muppet and you wouldn't have to worry about pooping? Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we were recording. I thought that's, i got to keep the really weird thoughts yeah, off of my... you got to
0: keep that gold for when the mics are on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is going to be a loopy one. I'm good. All right. I, hi, hi guys. I'm Gary. And I am Funkmaster Flex Gary. <laughs> currently i'm flexing Trench foot. No! so in today's episode
1: we are going to talk about x-men dark the phoenix. dark
0: phoenix just dark phoenix not the dark phoenix is
1: it just dark phoenix, just dark, phoenix. Okay. dark phoenix what's x-men colon dark phoenix x-men colon dark x-men colon dark phoenix <laughs> <laughs> if want to say any so. more grammar before we continue cuz no that's all the grammar okay sorry x-men colon dark phoenix yep um it's out it. now. Yes, it's currently in cinemas. Uh, and apparently,
0: see no one's going to see it, because it's not making any money. And it's the 7th? Oh, God, no, it's... 8th? Well, Even the 11th or the 12th, if you count Logan and Deadpool in there. There's that many? Yeah. Deadpool's not in there, though. I mean, it's part of the X-Men universe. Is it? They literally reference, like, Patrick Stewart and stuff. They have James McAvoy show up in the second one.
1: No, I know. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't make any sense, because James, James McAvoy's from the 80s, but and Deadpool what, is set today. That's what
0: we're going to... We're going to dance into X Men Dark Phoenix, discuss dance. the fi-
1: review the film a wee bit. Like a movie fandango. L- like the la la land of uh, reviews. And then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we are not the la la land of reviews. I am Emma- I'm Ryan Gosling, you're Emma Stone.
1: We are, if anything, we are We're Pirates the gri- of the Caribbean, Salazar's Revenge of reviews. We, we are so far down the list of important things. <laughs> <laughs> we are Troll too. <laughs> Toilet Ghoul. (laughs) Toilet
0: Ghoul the review. Uh, Yeah, so settle in for a Toilet Ghoul review (laughs) style for X-Men Dark... Sorry, Sorry. X-Men colon Dark Phoenix. And then after that, we're going to do a dissection of the absolute fucking disaster travesty that is the X-Men Fox universe. Because good God, it's a fucking mess. And X-Men Dark Phoenix only makes it worse. Yeah.
1: So So. thoughts
0: on Dark Phoenix? Starting point.
1: I would did you see, see this one Audio Boy? I did. We saw did. it together. We saw it together. Cool.
0: Uh I I think Audio Boy and I were of the similar kind of mindset which is we had no expectations, no interest. We went in being like let's see how much of a fucking mm-hmm. train wreck this is. And there's actually a train wreck in it, but the film itself isn't it's alright. I mean, it's they got
1: into spoilers already. I mean the train wreck things in the the trailer oh, show okay. like yeah. that. the trailer gave a lot away again. Yeah. The trailer gave a lot away again. And and but here's didn't... the thing did you care? <laughs> I think that's there that was the point I was just about to say, that with these X-Men films... I remember being a kid and being hella excited every time they were going to bring out a new yeah, X-Men same. film. Um, for the original three, First Class, Days of Future Past, yep. even the two Wolverines, which weren't good, I was excited for. And then Apocalypse, I was less excited for. And then this one, I just phew, didn't care. I, I wasn't... They announced it, and then I didn't even know it was announced. I seen the trailers, and that was the first time I knew that this new X Men film was coming out. And I went. Yeah.
0: Meh. But then also the interesting thing with this film coming out is, Disney now owns Fox.
1: Yeah. So. So this is the last. This Fox... is the last
0: of these, these types of films with these actors playing these characters. Yeah. Because at this point, uh, Marvel has them back, and Kevin Feige said that hopefully by 2022, maybe a wee bit later, they'll start to introduce. The, 2022 three yeah. years because i think like i think they're very because kevin faggy's as we learned he's no fucking idiot <laughs> and i think he's like he wants to take the time and kind of figure it out and not rush it and fuck it up yeah because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean at this point everyone just wants to see wolverine in the mcu not <laughs> just wolverine yeah but he's like
1: the big one that people want like who's going to be wolverine? Now that Hugh jackman's gone yeah he it's funny actually wolverine is 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 the batman of the mcu yeah. They? And th- the thing is, no matter who they cast to play Wolverine, everyone's going to
0: fucking hate it. And then they'll come out. It'll probably be actually all right. And everyone go, oh, yeah, that's good. It's the same with uh, Robert Pattinson as uh, uh, Batman. 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 Everyone's like, oh, like putting up petitions and stuff, like trying to get it revoked. and Like Warner Brothers, change your mind. Get back Ben Affleck. And I'm like, or just give Robert Pattinson I go and we'll see how it works
1: out. Because why not? It's a yeah. I can't imagine, but then this this one's way more justified because with Batman, I'm quite happy with them changing the actors yeah. whenever. It's like James Bond. It's like yeah, what actor, actor? Who cares? But I honestly can't imagine anyone else playing Wolverine because, well, well 12, say, twelve films, no, eleven films for Hugh Jackman. Yeah, he was in.
0: I mean, he was in more than anyone because of course he had three standalone movies. Well,
1: he was in every one except he's he's been in every X Men except Apocalypse film, except Apocalypse in this one. Yeah. So that's ten of the 12, or, unless, over, if you over want to count last, Deadpools what, 20 years?
0: Yeah. I mean what? So X-Men One came out in two thousand what two thousand X-Men came out.
1: Yeah, twenty years. So he was in them for what seventeen years, roughly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was seventeen or years, take. like ten or 11 movies. <laughs> Give or take a year. Um but yeah, He that's... just got more and more fucking jacked as the movies went on <laughs> to the point where in fucking days of future past his veins are bigger than me yeah he They're was just pulsating ridiculously jacked. did you hear like how he would do that which is he would dehydrate himself for 24 hours before the scene get onto set so that he's like his entire skin was just just grasping Toit. onto the muscles Toit. so you could see everything he would film the scene once or twice and then fucking just give up and just pour water and food into his face and just rehydrate <laughs> again
1: he'd film the scene twice yeah, because it's twice was, or once. It was one once or twice because it would be so strenuous because <laughs> he was so dehydrated. I, just, I love that you, you jack me. You know, if you just drink water and, and you don't have to look that jacked on set. No, I have to look this jacked. But if you if you just live a healthy life, we can do like a day's filming, and you know it's it's way better for the for the whole thing. No, I'm I'm getting look at me.
0: <laughs> Thankfully, though, uh, and for both the Wolverine, the one set in Japan, and for Days of Future Past, he doesn't have a lot of shirtless scenes. The scenes that mm-hmm. he was shirtless for he went. Oh boy, he went crazy for it. And why not? Because uh, he looked fucking gorgeous.
1: He did. And yeah, I was gonna say something there. There were, there were two Wolverine films. There was three. There's three. There's there Logan. was X-Men Origins
0: Wolverine. X-Men Origins. Then there was The Wolverine, and then there was Logan.
1: What's, the, what's the, What happens in? I remember the one where he goes to Japan.
0: Yeah, it's The Wolverine, directed by James Mangold. What happened in the other one then? Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine is the origin of Wolverine. And it's fucking atrocious. It might be the worst one of all of them. Which is that's the one example. with the
1: bad Deadpool.
0: Yeah, that's the one with Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, and they like put swords in his uh, arms and like
1: don't don't you say anything. You don't have a mic. Yeah, no one knows you're here. Shoot. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so for people so outside right. of this room, they're gonna have no idea. What for, for our listeners, uh, Stuart is. Yeah, don't, don't, don't it's too late, Stuart's. Stuart's sitting in the room with us. If you don't know, he, he, stu- he just joined in the conversation, <laughs> but he doesn't have a mic. So. I mean, for content... <laughs>
0: I offered you a mic and you said no. For context, out there, uh, Stuart is my
1: cousin who crashed here last night after <laughs> a heavy night of drinking. Yeah, so he, he crashed in our recording studio because this is a i.e. Legitimate... my living room. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is a legitimate. This podcast. is a legitimate high tech uh, recording studio
0: where we yeah. spill beer on our primary recording <laughs> equipment. Thanks for that, guys. <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> Want to say it one more time? Was not me. Might have been you. X Men Dark Phoenix is, it's not terrible. Yeah, it's passable. There are some. Fine scenes. Yeah, the actors are good, though they're not given much to work with. The two action scenes
1: near the end are well done. Uh, I I had also completely forgotten everything about Apocalypse. I saw that I saw Apocalypse once, what? and then in this one, when so do you do spoilers. I mean, for Dark Phoenix. Why? Yeah, why not? Yeah. So, spoiler warning, guys. Aha! Uh-huh! When when uh, Jean Grey goes to Magneto's camp. Yeah. I went, what the hell is happening? I don't, why is Magneto got island? A wee an island, island that what, America gave what the to What the hell? After
0: he's being a mass murdering psychopath. And, yeah. I mean, in like fucking Apocalypse, he tried to end the world. And in this one, like, oh, I'll have an island. i have an
1: island. We'll we leave you here and you can do
0: your own thing. Do you know what's the annoying thing about the, I'm going to call them either the McAvoy universe or the Patrick Street universe going off of the who the ones are? Because literally at this point, they're so separate those films from each other that
1: well they are and they aren't but yeah. I, I understand yeah, yeah. For the, and for the sake of listeners the Patrick Stewart films will be films one to three yeah and then everything after that pretty much is Fastbender and McAvoy Fastbender and McAvoy and the most frustrating thing about the McAvoy Fastbender films
0: is McAvoy and Fastbender are so fucking good at, so good they're great actors yeah. and they do great stuff with those act, uh, characters but those films just continuously let them down yeah
1: Fastbender motto, so, I think
0: Yes, Patrick Stewart and Siri McKellen, were are in Days of Future Past, but yeah, yeah, yeah. let's be honest, they were like, oh, we're going to fix the timeline with Days of Future Past. And I was like, okay, cool. You kind of did. And then literally the next movie, like, no, we'll fucking break it again. Wait, so wait, 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 because we're going to get to this. <laughs> yes. this, is, this is the second half of the episode. Yeah, so with Dark Phoenix, I think the most frustrating thing uh, watching that movie is they tried to do something really interesting with Professor X, which is they kind of paint him as more of a bad guy yeah. and who's done a lot of, Bad things, dubious,
1: morally dubious, Moriously things.
0: dubious things that he believes are the right thing to do. Yeah, and the film goes, "Isn't this interesting?" Anyway, and just goes away from it, and I'm like, "No." Yeah, and then it cuts to fucking Jessica Chastain, who decided not to act <laughs> in the film and just.
1: Be they a... were scrolls, right? That's that was. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like their scrolls, scrolls. Yeah, but I'm assuming Disney went, "Ha ha, dickheads! We still have the rights to the scrolls." Yeah. So even though that's one of the X Men's big enemies you can't say the word also i mean
0: is there a better way to look at just the disparity between the mcu and the fox universe than ben mendelsohn as a scrolling cap marvel is joyous yeah jessica Ch- chastain is maybe a scroll in this film is fucking unwatchable at yeah. points where she's just this she emotionless
1: blank slate and i'm like really this is the direction you went for and there and that was just another one of those we need a we need a big bad that's you know, she's not, just, not even really mu- muddying, muddying the waters of having Jean Gray as the enemy because Gene yeah. Gray is an integral part of the X-Men and then she splits the group and then blah 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 blah. They decided, oh, we need another enemy. Uh what about these super strong aliens? That run
0: in the dumbest way I have ever seen. Oh, yeah. Like clearly, they just put them on wires and just made them flail their arms like total idiots. <laughs> God, it was awful to look at.
1: Yeah, yeah. They and they, and they were it was just a it was a and dumb, boring, boring. The whole Enemy.
0: plot of just like because right, I saw it coming. Like they're at scene when they're on the top of the parking uh, car park place, and she walks up and explains to like what their entire thing is, and literally. She's about to say it and go, she's about to say we will take over the world. And then she goes, and we'll take the world. And I'm going, Yep, there it is. So that what a surprise. You're here to kill us all and take our planet. It How is
1: boring. It is funny that uh, the best part of Jessica Chastain's performance is when she's the human at the beginning. Yeah, when she's at the dinner table, and yeah, then and then th- the husband is like, "Leave the dog," and he goes, "She goes, no, 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 I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go check the dog because yeah, that's I a I went, that's oh, wow. good thing to do." The, oh, I like this character. Oh, she's dead, <laughs> <laughs> and now she's just some emotionless. And now, and now thing. it's not even just, yeah, it's just an, an alien that looks like Jessica Chastain. <laughs> so, so yeah, didn't like the big other big bad enemy. Didn't like that they didn't give anywhere near as much time as I wanted to Jean Grey's. They they played it so art. kind of simple of just Duck like art. she goes home
0: and. She's like, "Oh, I love you, dad." And your Dad's like, "You ruined my life," and then she goes all angry and kills uh, Mystique. Yeah. But who cares? Because Jennifer Lawrence was done in that role two movies ago. She didn't care.
1: She, she did not care this film. Really did
0: not she, care. She she showed up giving... for three days on set. She got her shit. She got the fuck out. <laughs> Holy fuck! And yeah. then that just further that ties into what we're going to talk about in a wee bit just how broken these Fox films are. Because in this film, set in 1992, Mystique dies. But in X-Men set in 2000, Mystique is one of the main bad guys. Yeah. It's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So, I and, mean, why and, kill Why kill off Mystique? Why not just make her d- go away? Like, yeah, just come back with send off face. to
1: Magneto's Island? or
0: Why kill her off? It makes no fucking logical sense. sense. Other than
1: they wanted to give Jennifer Lawrence an out, I guess. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's some comic book reason. Maybe they, they, they had a grand plan. I doubt it, but... I mean... What's season? The the guy who directed First Class, Matthew Vaughn, he says there was
0: originally he had a trilogy planned. That yeah. It was going to be First Class and then two other movies, and it was going to kind of follow the, the story of mainly Professor X and Magneto. Mm-hmm. But then Fox and Brian Singer came along, and Brian Singer was like, Oh, I, I, I'd like to do another one. And Fox was like, Okay, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to do Days of Future Past with both the. The universes and Fox up. Okay, and Matthew Vaughn went. Well, fuck you then, bye bye. You've ruined <laughs> my trilogy. And then that just kind of set these McAvoy Fast films on a path where they were never going to
1: come back from because yeah. then an apocalypse, which is so apocalypse bad. Apocalypse was apocalypse was so forgettable. I I cannot remember apocalypse at all. It's really. I remember that storm gets introduced. I remember that emaciated man who looks like he's got the HIV virus uh, is the god of Egypt, and he can do everything. Oscar Isaac plays Apocalypse, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. But he, they made and him he, look so ill. No,
0: he, <laughs> well, he goes from looking ill to looking like the ooze monster from the Power Ranger movie. <laughs> Ivan Ooze. It looks like Ivan Ooze. Why? They went practical. I mean, I always love when someone goes practical, yeah. but with that, they went all the way practical when it should have been a blend of practicality and CGI. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, look how great Thanos was yeah, in totally the MCU. Totally, totally, totally. Like it's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh Brolin in one of those uh, pajama suits with balls all over his face. And then they kind of took his his, yeah, his, his likeness, likeness and it worked. But it was an Apocalypse, it just looked like a, an idiot in a Halloween costume. <laughs> Did I, again, can't remember it and right he's, enough to even comment on this. And I but, think Oscar Isaac's like five, ten five eleven yeah and like in the comic books apocalypse is supposed massive. to be like seven foot tall yeah, and his as a fucking bus and
1: he's just like he's not intimidating in any way so bringing this into the, the back to the dark phoenix just just to round off our our reviews i guess the what i didn't understand with jennifer lawrence's uh, mystique is they they obviously have beef her and charles xavier yeah which has built up over the
0: yeah. Films, especially in first class and in this but,
1: one. But I think the problem I had is that this watching this film today without going back and rewatching the other three is like it it's so all the all the nuanced little like you know character interactions just aren't pronounced enough for a single movie. It, it's almost that it, it felt to me like this one is the outlier? Like the second half, basically it it's got so many pieces in it that you kind of have to be a huge fan of the other ones and do you know what i mean you have to know the inside that, out i don't think
0: one of those people exists a huge fan <laughs> of the fox <laughs> X-Men movies
1: but it's it, yeah like it, it felt to me it felt to me that i'm trying nah, I'm, I, I mean do you know what not know, you know what, do you, know what do you know what doesn't help is i can't get the words out uh, we're obviously
0: going to mention the mcu a lot in this because yeah. they kind of perfected the whole universe building thing if you like with the mcu those characters are consistently around and you continue to get growth of them like uh, such such, like falcon will show up in an Ant man movie or black widow will show up in a captain america movie and you still get to build them but with the x-men movies there's such a gap and like apocalypse came out 2016 and uh, dark phoenix is supposed to be the follow-up sequel and it's come out in 2019 yeah so in that time has anyone been like grasping
1: for more of these characters? Yeah, no. I think you know what actually. I think that's exactly what I'm trying to say. There's, there's not, there's not been anything in between these films for me to remind me of. Oh shit! Yeah, Mystique and Charles Xavier have had beef because of the Sokovia Records, for example. Yeah, I know. I'm. That's obviously the Ultron, but it was such an integral and then, piece. An of MCU.
0: Yeah, and it's just like, and then but when you get to Dark Phoenix. And it's clear that when they're making it, they're like, oh, maybe we'll continue to make more of these because the yeah, film yeah. has an ending When they're like, and we're going to continue <sighs> on.
1: Oh, wait, there's a new comet in the sky in the shape of a phoenix. Oh.
0: <laughs> but clearly, we're not getting any more of these films with these <laughs> actors, which is a shame. Like, uh, I think if Kevin Feige was a fucking genius, he would mm. just bring in Fast Burner McAvoy. Even like, the, uh, the kid, Taylor Sheridan, who played Cyclops, I thought he was really good. He was yeah. a lot better than... Uh, uh, what's, his, what's the guy that played him in the original ones? I don't know. Uh, oh, James Marsden. Because uh, James Marsden just had a uh, crybaby face for three movies <laughs> and then they killed him off. Whereas this guy actually, uh, Taylor Sheridan, actually had a kind of a presence. What's crybaby Ty face? Sheridan. What am I saying? You're saying Taylor. Ah, uh, Ty, Taylor. Potato, potato. Uh, Ty Sheridan. Uh, I thought he was really good. I thought Sophie Turner's a good actress. She wasn't given a lot to work with. Fucking Yeah, so t-
1: Sophie Turner's uh, performance in this one was... Not dodgy great, types. Yeah.
0: Philip uh audibly laughed in the cinema when she was screaming when Dark Phoenix was plowing through her. Because we were both like, Really, that's the take you went for? When she's just going, Ah. <laughs> and then she said in the interview, she was like, Yeah, it's awkward to scream. I'm like, I can imagine if that's the fucking scream you do.
1: <laughs> Jesus. She's um I, I did notice as well, it felt she she kept slipping into Sansa. Yeah. Know, did you get that? I mean, when you're... A lot. I mean, if you think about
0: it, she's only ever, like... She's not been in a lot outside no. of Game of Thrones yeah. and that character, a lot of her... You mean you've never seen Barely Lethal? No, I didn't see Barely Haley Hayley Steinfeld and Jessica Alba and Samuel L. Jackson? No. It's great. And is Topher it? Grace is in it. Is it great? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Philip's review of that movie. <laughs> um, but if fucking Evan Peters is Quicksilver, just give him...
1: Again, why is... Why do they keep wasting yeah, Evan Peters' he Quicksilver? Was a, until the end of the film, when he turned up again in the school and he makes a joke, hey kids, slow down. Haha, <laughs> Quicksilver's fast. I went, oh my fucking God, he's. Yeah. why was he not in the movie? And then I remembered it's because they, they kill off Mystique straight away and then they hospitalise him at the beginning of the movie so and, that he's and not And the about- way that like he trips, falls, rolls a wee bit,
0: and then has a bunch of cuts his face, and they're like, "Oh, well, he's
1: out." Well, I I, I suppose I get it. If you run at super speed and you trip, and you have a yeah, you have but, a super speed. Like, yeah, like but, if, I, if I go over my ankle when I'm walking, which happens a lot, <laughs> which happens a lot, I'm out of the count for like two weeks. Yeah, but so but if, if I was if, going at super speed, and I would have a my a ankle. I'm mutant, and your specialty
0: is running fast.
1: You'd watch where you put your feet. Yeah, but the Phoenix
0: fucked it for him. Oh, I don't care. He was he, that film. Here's a thing I was. Out to he, Audio he Boy, didn't go out because they wanted him out for some reason there was an advert that played before the movie it's about not texting while driving that advert got more laughs and engagement than the whole of Dark Phoenix because <laughs> that audience never once like, there was no laughing or enjoyment yeah. or gasp, there was nothing from that audience and if you'd had someone like Evan Peters as Quicksilver there bantering, having fun, it could have really brought the film up Is there up a reason
1: had... why he wasn't in it? Maybe because they didn't kill him off, maybe scheduling conflict didn't or something have like that. You know? Yeah, it just seemed but odd. But then the interesting thing is, Nightcrawler was shit as well. Who, Nightcrawler? Oh, yeah, he was fucking like.
0: Here's a question, and you might not be able to answer this, but in Apocalypse, did he have the accent?
1: Uh, I I remember him having a German accent because it felt so much more pronounced and worse in this one. Yeah, it felt forced. Also,
0: well. his moment of becoming a killer, not earned, not <laughs> justified, where it's like,
1: ah. Yeah, because he he wants to save that one guy. There's this random soldier who we have (laughs) never been introduced to. We have
0: no idea who the soldier is, and he tries to protect the soldiers. George dies, and he just goes, "Well, I guess I'm a serial killer now," and just starts murdering people uh, with great abandon. There he is. Yeah, but he does it in such a savage way. I'm like, really? That's all it took? You've been an X-Men for God knows how long, and it just took a nameless soldier to turn you into a fucking killer. Yeah, Jesus. It. Yeah. So
1: much of that film was just. But then there's like a the fart. The two action scenes at the, the end way. are quite well done. Well, so yeah, should we should we try and talk? Should we try? Shall we talk about what we did like? Which isn't much, but the the, the, the that does remind me. The one thing I can say was good is the action sequences. Yeah, because first it, one with it, Jean f- Grey. Uh, what was? It? Oh yeah, the f- like outside of the dad's house. Yeah, yeah, that that was phenomenally good with storm firing lightning and her block like knocking them out of the way and Quicksilver outing himself. Even though it was stupid as shit, I, I thought he was gonna get back up and then, you know, rally. Yeah. No, he was gone. That's that's <laughs> like he leaves the movie. He leaves the movie. But I liked all of that. I thought it was fucking awesome and it was cool watching them, you know, have their little lineup yeah. moment. And then when Mystique died, I went, Whoa damn. You I was like, Thank God Jennifer Lawrence is out of this movie now. But it, I, I thought it was gonna be you know, I thought they were gonna bring it back or something. So it was I suppose if they had continued this it was gonna be an, a bold statement to go. Plus the the killing of Mystique gave Nicholas Holt another chance to just fucking shine
0: as an actor. Because mm. he's he's good. He was good in this film. Like, that scene between him and Professor X in the dining room or whatever, yeah, or the kitchen yeah. or something, It's like, this is a solid scene between two it? solid
1: actors. was doing that, That oh, I didn't realise you were upset. I'm just kind of going to anecdotally talk about her. And he's like, you don't fucking deserve to talk about her. And it, yeah, and again, that's, that's one of the interesting
0: parts of the, about the movie that I wish that it had just been able to go more into was the kind of the painting of Professor X as... A bad guy almost mm. i was like that's really interesting and especially when you then bring in the dichotomy of uh magneto and when you've got Fassburn and mcavoy acting off of each other and then you've got those two opposing forces chatting those are always some of the best moments of any of the x-men movies but sadly this film didn't give us that they have one I, scene in the park outside yeah. the, the but even office. that's
1: more just a you know magneto yeah. xavier uh we're gonna make a reference to our past yep let's let's go that
0: was it there was but then no... that from there plows into another solid action scene where yeah. it's like you see all these mutants and their powers are bouncing off of one another and there's yeah, kind of a yeah. flow to it and it's exciting to watch and Magneto's been a fucking badass and yeah, it's enjoyable to watch and then Jessica Chastain gets flown through a building I don't know and then they get all get onto the train and I was like, oh, we're already at the train but I was like, is this movie coming to an end? I was like, yeah. okay and then it has a solid final action scene where everyone gets their moment to have a wee... Yeah, moment of
1: shine and have the hero spots. And that
0: fucking moment where Magneto like he gets a bit of metal and he like stabs it through a guy's hand, and stabs yeah, it through yeah, his neck, yeah, yeah. stabs him into the wall. Like, Fuck, this is like
1: <laughs> I want more of this. Yeah. So the action sequences were good. Not yeah. worth the ticket price, but they were at least enjoyable and entertaining. The, in the, yeah, in the in the So yeah, so I think that's the review. It's it's a uh, if you like X-Men, I guess go see it. But you if you don't, you aren't missing anything. Yeah, and if you wait I mean... for the MCU version of X-Men. That's probably a better shout. I mean,
0: I, I guess I just say, surprisingly, it's not terrible. It's better than Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It's a, not as good as First Class or Daisy's Future Past, but it's in the same kind of realm. It's, it's still enjoyable. There's still well, all those actors are still good. They still care about those characters and yeah. they
1: give a good performance. But it's like if you mess up, you're not missing anything. Yeah, totally. So that brings us to what the fuck is, is the X Men universe now? <laughs> it is a broken fucking <laughs> mess. So yeah, so the big the big thing. So for anyone that, actually, let's do a, a very brief history. For anyone that hasn't seen the X-Men universe films, we had X-Men 1, X2, Stand United. Which, is what, that's what it's called in the UK, I think. I think so. In the US, it was just called X-Men 2. And then
0: X-Men 3, The Last Stand. The Last Stand. Which was a, or which almost was, a franchise killer, because, uh, uh, what's his name, the disgusting man they brought in to direct it? Uh, Bryan Singer. No, he did the first two. And <laughs> um, then they brought in another dis- disgusting sexual predator for the
1: third one. Weinstein? No. Nah. Louis C.K.? No. Nah, I'll find out the Jimmy Savile? Kevin Spacey? Kevin it Spacey. was
0: Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner uh, to direct the third one. And, oh boy, can we say the third, like, Last Stand is the worst of the X-Men? Or maybe X-Men Origins Wolverine. I don't know.
1: Um, So this is the thing. I haven't watched those films in a long time. And I have full-on nostalgia glasses with them. So I... I I can't. I think you know how you know the way that? you talk about
0: how the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies aren't good. Yeah, like go back and watch them, you'll see they're bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be the same for you if you go back and watch these original yeah. X-Men movies. I I, and I can fully appreciate because they that. are they are dated, <laughs> and they are at this point they're um, they're so generic because yeah. they've followed, they designed the formula that so many other
1: superhero films went on to have now perfected. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I can totally appreciate that. But in, in my memory... They'd be fun to do commentaries of. They're, they're pulpy, comic book yeah. fun, you know. But I, I can fully appreciate that if I went back now, I'd go, ah, uh, one and two are enjoyable and three. Because I remember even at the time thinking three wasn't as good as one I mean, and two. I I remember two. being a kid and you're like, oh, this is shit. This is <laughs> this is what taught me movies can be bad. This is like this is not good. I was so excited and you ruined it Cause the, oh, they break they break the mutant gene, don't they? Because they just make the cure for it.
0: Yeah, they make the cure for it, but then they don't because Magneto gets hit with a cure, but then at the end he moves metal. Yeah. <laughs> also, it has a the, the big dumb action scene at the end and terrible one liners and uh, fucking Professor X dies, but then comes back because they made his, he put his mind into his twin or something.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. They literally explode him and then Patrick Stewart turns up at the end. Yeah,
0: and then it's uh, Moira McTaggart that's talking to him in yeah, X-Men yeah. last Stand, but then she's also in first class, played by Rose Byrne. So apparently Moira McTaggart's mutant
1: power is that she doesn't age. She's just <laughs> the same age for all time. So so there was X-Men 1, 2, and 3, the original, and that's what we would say in the Patrick Stewart, and McKellen movies. Yeah, And yeah, they are, as far as I remember, pulpy fun Comic but don't really hold a candle, and mo- you know, cinema has moved on, yeah, and thus they feel aged. X Men 2 is still probably the best of those, yeah. original ones. So, th- and
0: then, and it's got Brian Cox in it,
1: who I've met in real life. Oh, name intense. drop, mm. name drop. Um, then they did X Men Origins a prequel. Wolverine. <laughs> no, sorry, they didn't, they did X Men Origins, which is a prequel. So, in fact, you, yeah, do you want to do because I don't have it in front of me, I've so it, my memory yeah. goes, so then, it was so there, yeah, and then into the first so, class.
0: Uh, 2009 X-Men Origins Wolverine and... And that was a shit. I mean, X-Men Last Stand was the, <laughs> the, the beginning of the decline and X-Men Origins Wolverine was the the grave yeah. that the franchise then got into because Gavin Hood I think directs that film, who also did films like Ender's Game and stuff like that, bringing the name of Gavin's into disrepute, which I'm not happy about. And <laughs> I, there's just not one redeeming quality about that movie. Mm. Like, I guess the scene at the beginning when Ryan Reynolds is full Deadpool Everyone's like, oh, we need this. And we all thought, it's a shame we're never going to get a Deadpool movie with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how, look, how funny. Look at was now. <laughs> yeah, but there's generally nothing redeeming about that movie. Well, I guess Lee Schreiber's um, uh, Sabretooth, Sabretooth is good. He should... And he comes
1: back, doesn't he? he
0: does he... No, he doesn't. No. Was it
1: one? There's only one film he's in. Yeah, I he's think. only in that one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Which is a shame, because he was really good. He was decent. I mean, he might have voiced... A...
1: Him in an animated something, system, yeah. Something I, like I, I thought I, I thought I remembered him in another uh, film.
0: Then after that, we have Matthew Vaughn's 2011 reboot X Men First Class, which isn't really a reboot, it's reimagined. So
1: no, it was a. So this is where it gets interesting. So it was, I think it was a. It was meant to, to be a reboot.
0: Yes, but then that whole Fox Brian Singer did the Future Past thing happened, and then they decided to join
1: them together. Because I think Matthew Vaughn was like, "Oh,
0: I want to do my yeah. own
1: thing, separated from." So yeah, so for, so what happened, ladies and gentlemen? Meant to be a reboot. And it was going to be a brand new X Men story, which took into account maybe the X Men one, two, three, but was it was completely separated.
0: This first one was set nineteen seventy two. Yeah, and it and During it was the the, it was warm. when
1: it was when Magneto was when they were all young, and it was oh,
0: that fucking that scene
1: in X Men First Class when he goes to the wee like pub
0: in mm-hmm. like uh, Austria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. that's when you are like Michael, Fa- not only is Michael Fassbender, a big old hunk of meat, oofed. But he is a fucking actor.
1: Uh-huh. Good God, that yeah. scene is so good. It is great. And, and genuine, genuinely, first class was was good. Yeah, so really like, Magneto's
0: entire story in that first film, like when he finally gets mm. to Kevin Bacon and stuff and he slowly just puts the coin through his head and everything. Yeah. It's so good. And Kevin Bacon, like, yes. Yeah. More Kevin Bacon is a bad guy. Yeah. And fucking James Mac- and then James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender just sauntering around in the seventies looking dashing, just <laughs> picking up X Men and just like and they walk in, and Wolverine's, oh, I guess that's the thing that kind of ruins it, is Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is there. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. they're like, wait, we're starting up a wee
1: thing. And he's like, fuck off. And like, okay. fuck off. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, yeah. However, even with the Wolverine thing, it was still meant to be its own thing. And it, yeah. it was planned, I think, as a trilogy, which yes. was going to be a brand new trilogy, blah. Then we had... Well, after that, we had the Wolverine. Okay. Which was... Which was and this is where it's weird, because yeah. Wolverine was played by Hugh Jackman up until, as we said, a couple years ago. Um,
0: 2008, no,
1: 2017, when he finished up with Logan. So while First Class w- was happening with this this brand new X Men universe, they continued to make movies which were directly tied into the original trilogy, yeah. so, starring X Men. First and Class came
0: out 2011, and the Wolverine came out 2013, and then X Men: Days of Future Past came out 2014. And then Days of Future Past, and this is where, and then Days of Future Past fucks everything. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, they're like, this is the one to fix it. We're
1: going to use time travel to fix it. And everything, like, okay. And they kind of did, and then really didn't. Yeah. Just like, so didn't. And what? So and yeah. So what happens? It's Days of Future Past starts off with it's set in an apocalyptic future. It, yeah, the world's fucked. Then the X-Men they men are on the run. They have from to send... Sentinels that can. Yeah, that's it. Take your powers, mutant Sentinels,
0: isn't it? And so they use Kitty Price pride. To send Hugh Jackman back in time. Not Hugh Jackman, uh, The Wolverine. Back in time. (laughs) Hugh Jackman can't time travel.
1: A very bewildered Hugh Jackman. We need to send you (laughs) back in time. What? Why? Because the the X-Men movies. Uh, Yeah, but I'm just Hollywood actor Hugh Jackman. That's a fictional universe. I I don't actually have claws of adamantium. (laughs) Um, So yeah, they send Wolverine back in time to his body in the past. And he's just fucking jacked out of his mind, and, his mind. <laughs> and he goes and he meets Pref- uh, Professor X, who's a fucking
0: drug addict. And, and Professor so X is
1: my McAvoy and Fassbender's there, and oh god, it's confusing. Nicholas Hilton's is beast, and then the whole film carries on, and you could you could assume that it was just a continuation of First Class, but then they send him back to his present day which everything's fixed and all the characters yeah, from like the original James James with Cyclops
0: is back uh, what's his name
1: uh, uh doctor Fraser crane, crane is uh, beast yeah, again Fre- Mikkel, kelsey grammer kelsey grammer as beast again and
0: it's just <laughs> like where <"Whoa." laughs> and what's uh, rogues kicking about There's the role cut where Rogue has like a bunch of scenes.
1: So so that's the kind of brief history, brief, messy history. Apologies, we're not good at this podcasting thing. (laughs) We're not good at this. (laughs) And it wouldn't have mattered until they kill. So they make it clear that that future is the X Men, it's the same universe, it's a continuous story. None of that would actually matter. And then in Dark Phoenix, they kill Mystique. And Mystique
0: is a primary part of X Men 1 and (laughs) 2.
1: Like an insanely primary (laughs) part.
0: Like in X-Men 2,
1: she's so integral to
0: plot elements. I mean,
1: and on on top of that, Jean Grey becomes the Phoenix in the original three movies. Yeah. But... In this one <laughs> yeah,
0: you know it doesn't make sense this is a, this this amazed me because I was reading this online at Point about is at the end of Apocalypse when they're like oh we're not going to be able to beat Apocalypse he's just too strong and then uh, Jean Grade starts like going like Super cyan, yeah and then a big phoenix comes out of her and I'm like Do, does she have a phoenix now? oh yeah and then and then in Dark Phoenix, she then gets the Phoenix. I'm like, Sorry, I don't th- understand. Yeah, because I think uh, who who. It's like, does she always have it? And then the 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 cloud thing makes her that, Basically, makes it's the,
1: it's Spider Man three, Sam Raimi Spider Man three. It's it's the Venom suit. I think. Okay. I think it. I think it amplifies her powers as well as making her. So she's
0: already got the Phoenix. She's her, the Phoenix, and that thing amplifies. But
1: that's the dark Phoenix. Okay. But in the comics, I'm pretty sure she gets the Phoenix Force, which is its own thing, which yep. gives her Phoenix abilities. It,
0: oh, man, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, trying to figure out the fucking, <laughs> the logic of the X-Men Fox universe is like trying to figure out the Enigma code. It's, only the Brits can do it. We did do it, didn't we? We did.
1: <laughs> Shout out to us in World War Two. Fuck you, Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> fucking figured out your stupid code. <laughs> uh, I, I'd love if you could go back in time to that day and... You look at the code, and it's just every word has the last letter at the beginning of it, and there's just a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of, of war people, bunch, bunch, bunch of, of our ancestors, war bunch of our ancestors just going. We just don't know what this Nazi code is. It, it's boggling us. And you go, oh, it's look.
0: Then it's, they get <laughs> like uh, uh, Mister uh, Terry from. Uh, 170 lane who just is really good at crosswords and he just happened to one day walk into the office where they had the enigma code even though it's classified and he's like oh yeah i figured it
1: out i'm like what <laughs> there you go He <laughs> yeah. just put the letter from the bit to the front is that what they did got like crossword experts and shit in uh, that's genuinely yeah that's They're amazing crossword out, yeah because we
0: fucking brits
1: are it's boring <laughs> we <laughs> wait, do they... a lot of crosswords wait they put a crossword out
0: yeah anyone that could do the crossword they, I think it was a crossword. At least this was in the film. Yeah, they would put out... The Imitation put, Game.
1: Right. With Bendit Cumberbatch. Okay. Benedict Match they, Wonder Crunch. Yeah. Wimbledon Tennis Match. <laughs> Wimbledon Tennis Match. <laughs> <laughs> so Best fun. one. <laughs>
0: so yeah, so they put out a big uh, crossword in the paper and people who completed it would like submit it and things. And then they got hired and they for the they all got like put into a test to see who could like do codes and stuff. Yeah. Now, do you know what's great is you could say, "Hey, this has nothing to do with movies, but it's a imitation game, so it all comes back to movies." So. Yeah, so
1: keep listening. Wow, I did, I need to watch that film. That sounds actually it's interesting. A good film. It's not it's a war movie though. It's alright. It's not great because it's about war. No, war films are good. <laughs> so yeah, so X Men overall, who fucking knows what's happening? But then, of course, after Apocalypse, we
0: got to the absolute majesty and swan song of Hugh Jackman's career, that is Logan.
1: Yeah, holy fuck, Logan, Logan is great.
0: Like, that trailer came out for Logan with the Johnny Cash song over it and everything, and everyone was like, hold on a second. Mm. Is this happening? Are they doing it? Are they doing a fucking old man Logan, old man Logan that's gonna be R-rated, violent, and it's everything we want? Mm. And Fox were like, you know what, guys? We're doing it. And we were like, Yes, and then it happened, and the movie's fucking amazing, and James Mangold fucking nailed it, and that movie's so bittersweet and beautiful. like stuff with Professor X. It was such a beautiful send-off for that character, and it was such a beautiful send-off for Hugh Jackman's movie. Yeah. It's
1: gorgeous. Should have be been nominated for Best Picture. Fuck the Academy for not doing it that year. <laughs> it was a good film. So I, I good. It was a really, really fucking good film, actually. And you're right, heartbreaking, tender, and was set in future with patrick stewart so that was also in the universe oh god who knows Yeah, the universe is still so broken presumably it's got four timelines right i mean th- there are, the are videos original?
0: online where people like try to break down the timelines but they just start to like they separate and then weave back into one another and then separate again mm. it's just like it's impossible and po- it's kind of pointless also to keep up with it
1: because throwing the biggest spanner into all of it is deadpool 2 yeah deadpool 2 the cameo that doesn't make any fucking sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, Deadpool 2, when they have the the McAvoy Fassbender cast of people
1: just show up in our room. Ryan Reynolds' is Deadpool is moaning that he never sees any of the good event uh, X-Men, and it's always just Nagasonic Teenage Witch and Colossus. and yeah. If there were more X-Men, he'd probably get through the fucking bad guy in no time at all. And where the fuck are they? As McAvoy opens the door, all of the... It's like Se- the Tash. 1970s X-Men yeah, like, are there. Ty
0: Sheridan and Cyclops and Sophie Turner's uh,
1: Rogue and, and Nick Holt's I mean, Beast. I, they're all standing there, and then they're like, "Oh shit! Okay, well, let's we'll just close just that close door, the door over off. again." But the yeah. film set in the t- is 2019, yeah. 2018, but they're from the 80s, and, and I just don't know. But that's
0: kind of the wonder of those Deadpool movies is they can just point out the absolute yeah. nonsense. I mean, laws. that's
1: what it's—it's it's a gag, isn't it? It's yeah. a, and it's a fucking—I mean, good there's
0: gag the one, well. there's the bit where. Uh, instead of referencing Wolverine, Deadpool just straight references Hugh Jackman and puts like, it has either a magazine
1: of like- He's cut out Hugh Jackman's face from a magazine and he's stapled it to his own face. So good. (laughs) It's so good. Those films are nonsense. Or well, like the good first nonsense, one when he shows though. up to the X-Mansion and he's just like, Oh well, we couldn't afford any of the, the actual X-Men <laughs> or kind of stuff. Just like... the, we got out of that second film, Deadpool 2, and my mate went, Yeah, I enjoyed it, but you know, kind of the same jokes as the first one, a bit lazy writing. And I went, You do realize that the whole film, Deadpool, is saying that lazy writing is funny. Yeah. That that's like a, a good recurring gag. And now you're saying that it felt like lazy writing kind Of feels like a big fucking joke in itself, and you went, Oh, I wonder if they did that on
0: purpose. Did they, when Colossus showed up in Deadpool 2, did they make reference to the fact that Colossus was also in X Men 3, The Last Stand, but it was Vinnie Jones? Juggernaut, what did I say? Colossus, you know what I meant. I'm the Juggernaut, (laughs) bitch. I'm the the best line in all of X Men.
1: (laughs) Uh, I can't remember. I loved the fact in Deadpool 2 as well (sighs) that they. They managed to keep Juggernaut a genuine surprise yeah. by not casting him and getting Ryan Reynolds to do the voice. Yeah. So because of that... Also and then, not showing him in the trailer either. Yeah, just CGI'd him up. Didn't show him at all. That was a fucking genuine... When they started talking about it in that prison, I went, could... I mean, it, I was like, it sounds like it could be Juggernaut. Yeah. He's pretty big. but they, Surely they would have said it was Juggernaut. And then it, it was Juggernaut. And I went, ah! <laughs> like, oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah! The thing I feel it works great for those Deadpool movies is Ryan Reynolds has such... Uh, control and the team he works with also have a lot of control, that they're able to kind of, not only market those, because if you put Ryan Reynolds out front and centre to market your film, it's gonna work real well for you. He's gonna do a good job. Like, the fucking powerhouse of the PR rounds that man did to promote Deadpool, and all the extra stuff they did like uh, they did that video with david beckham where like yeah, yeah, yeah david beckham's upset that he made fun of him in the first deadpool <laughs> and stuff like that or they did like a pg-13 uh rate rated Freddy, version version like savage fred savage fred savage fr-
1: fred savage yeah
0: big fred savage comes back from a uh a, a princess bride why was fred fred savage turned up in super troopers 2 as well I mean, maybe he's having a resurgence like Kevin Bacon after X Men First Class. <laughs> if Fred Savage has a resurgence
1: and, and hits the big time, I will be so fucking happy. <laughs> like, I mean, he like, looks good. <laughs> what did he do? Princess Bride, and then <laughs> <Things>. <laughs> then. He was in that, that Netflix two. series? Friends from College. Friends from College. Oh yeah, with a uh, Peel. Jordan Peel, Keegan
0: Michael Keegan,
1: Keegan Michael Key. I never know. I honestly never know which one of them's which. I <laughs> <No>, you don't <laughs> Because we have the same conversation <laughs> every time, um, but yeah, is there any you got any, any final thoughts? What do you want to see from X Men going forward? Um, I, hmm, no, that's a big question. I, I kind of want to go back to the pulpy comic book roots. I liked First Class. I wish that they, I wish they'd fall through with that Michael, vision. Michael Vaughn, Matthew Vaughn, Matthew Vaughn had had got what he wanted in just three films, like Dark Knight, basically. Yeah. Bit bit darker, a bit more Has cerebral. Has an arc throughout. Has months. an arc throughout. I wish that we got that. And then... Sort of just a jumbled mess in which the characters just fall into whatever the plot yeah. needs them to be. But after this jumbled mess, I would quite like to go... Because the X-Men's always been the pulpy, fun, ridiculous core of the MCU. Yeah. Because anytime they need... Anything they just go, oh yeah, we got a mutant for that, and because like, of that, they it's can like, really. Wizkid
0: beans like just hanging over there in the basketball court the entire time.
1: Yeah, like, oh, okay, cool. cool. And that's it's why Deadpool fits so well with the X Men because they they're not quite as serious as the rest yeah. as, as the rest of the MCU. So yeah, I'd be up for a a more silly, enjoyable, f- romping X Men.
0: A kind of Shazam
1: esque.
0: Yeah, actually, yeah, just kind of silly fun. Doesn't let, let, take itself seriously. Let Ryan Reynolds get in on it. Let him. Let him play all of the characters. <laughs> he played Professor X. He played Magneto. He yeah. played play Jean Grey. That, that's what I want. That's what I want. And just watch those abs in like f- various different forms.
1: Flip, flipping the question. What do you want in from the X Men going forwards? Well, interestingly, uh,
0: not interestingly, Gavina,
1: Gavina McCall. Why are you doing that? That me? should be your next name, next episode. Gavina McCall. Okay,
0: I'm going to bet you that next time we record an episode, neither of us will remember that. Audio Boy probably will because he's got. A locked box of memories. <laughs> it's because he doesn't drink. <laughs> he remembers. The North remembers and so does Audio Boy. A and act. AA meetings. What? AA meetings? Because they don't drink. Uh, okay, true. So went to a weird place. <laughs> for the record, I am not a part of Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably should be. <laughs> uh, yeah, for X-Men it's just like, I just, I just don't care and I'm so glad that Fox. I mean, we're going to do an episode on it at some point, I think. But I think one of the worst things to happen to the film industry right now is that Disney now gobbled up all of Fox's mm-hmm. properties. But the one thing that I'm that's good that's come from that is that Fox don't have X Men anymore because they it was a fucking travesty by yeah. the end what they what they did to X Men. It's an absolute shit show of incoherence, a lack of logic, and just stupid decisions, film after film, where it's literally, if you look at First Class, Digifuture Future Past, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix, they all end the exact same way, more or less, which is, for the entirety of the film, Magneto and Professor X are at odds. One of them tries to kill everyone, while the other one tries to save <laughs> everyone. They're so morally opposite from each other, mm. that for them to be pals who play chess is idiotic if you look at just the tone of what these films are going for. And then literally at the end of every one of these films, they go, all right, old chum, that was another fun little romp. See you next week for another world ending event, which (laughs) I'll probably cause because I'm a mass murdering psychopath. (laughs) Bye bye. And then
1: Magneto just floats away. It's it's so dumb. I'm just so done with the dumb. That has just reminded me my favourite part of final thing I'm going to say, my favourite part of X-Men Apocalypse is at the end. When Magneto and, yeah, no, and guess, yeah. <laughs> Magneto and Sophie Turner's uh, Jean Grey are standing side by side, and they're lifting up uh, timber and and piping and all this stuff, and they're putting Mixing the mansion. That's you, you need to. You can't just fucking put a mansion together like it's a fucking Lego set, Kevin. It's, so, it's dumb. so fucking stupid. Magneto maybe. Magneto maybe knows what he's doing. Sophie Turner is like a fucking teenage girl, and she has never. There's so She's much never goes done into architecture yeah. or, or uh, woodworking. It's so fucking stupid. I fucking hate that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: hate the bit where they're all standing in their X-Men costumes and uh, mystiques like, hey, we're, we're going to be a team. And then literally standing off to the side is a mass murdering psychopath and a man in a wheelchair <laughs> who's fucked most of those kids' heads up like there's no tomorrow. And I'm like, this, these people are,
1: ah, it's awful. It doesn't make sense. It, it is. You, you were talking about it a second ago. Those films feel like they were made film to film with no. Yeah. They, they 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 were intent on making them sequels, but they had no no scope of making it a, no a shared universe. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, with X Men, uh, shove them into the MCU at some point and give them fire. You're probably <laughs> going to have them. fun with them there. All right, guys, that's it from us today. Um, you can get us. You do it, Gavin. Oh, you can get us,
0: yes, boss, uh, on one of our many social medias. You can head over to our Twitter, at MeanderingPod. Jump over to Facebook, Facebook Facebook.com slash Meandering Movie Podcast. Uh, search for us on Instagram, just Meandering Movie Podcast. Uh, email us, meanderingmoviepodcast at gmail.com. There's almost a theme here with all of these things. Probably don't need to say them all every single time, but it's fine. Send us an email. Uh, if you're on iTunes, leave us a wee review of what you think of the podcast. We'll or a comment it. on whatever listening device. Yeah, leave a review or a comment whatever anywhere. App it we'll, is. we'll find it, we'll read it out, we'll get all jiggly about it. Yeah, please uh, do. We'll get our jellies off. Anything
1: is, you want to plug as well?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, just jump down in the description. There's a short film my brother made. Uh, there's, if you're on iTunes, uh, then uh, you can scroll down and you'll get it there. If not, go on to YouTube. Uh, just search for My Sunny Day and just sort it by most recent. Yeah, give that a wee watch. Uh,
1: Gary, you, you're on Twitch at the moment. Yeah, I'll plug my Twitch again. Pixels Cafe, come watch me play games. I play mostly a lot. Do you think you're going to play Cyberpunk 2077 with Keanu uh, when it comes out? Yeah, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I love Keanu Reeves. I think I want to play Dungeon Keeper. It's my next. Did you see uh, there was a, a week video
0: going around of when Keanu Reeves was E3 showing up for Cyberpunk twenty twenty seven? He says something like, uh, "It's this game is breathtaking," and he gets heckled with someone going, "No, you're breathtaking," and he's like, "Oh, thanks. No, you're all breathtaking." And I'm like, "Fucking Keanu Reeves, man. He's he's the the main boy." See anyway, you later, guys, bye. <laughs> It's me in movies, it's me in movies, it's me in movies So will not you lend a you?